We're going to the prayer manual today. We're going to be praying the Jabez prayer. And we're also going to be praying a prayer to stop witchcraft. You know, I know a lot of people, um, it's not familiar with that, but a lot of witchcraft can simply be somebody speaking something negative, negative over your life or having a conversation about you. And in the, in their conversation, they can be wishing something on you or hoping for something bad for you. Um, maybe because they dislike you or they have a problem with you for some reason, we have to rebuke witchcraft prayers and things that falls off of people's lips about us. That is not positive and stay protected by the Holy Spirit of God and stay protected um, by the Lord's angels. So I'm going to be going to the prayer manual today. So stay with me. Also, we're going to go back to Battlefield of the Mind um, by Joyce Meyer, which is backed by popular demand. Um, This book is a really great um, spiritual tool, I feel, um, for depression. It helps you know, break down the enemy's lies about us and, you know, help us to kind of be able to get a hold on what we're going through. A lot of people are battling depression. They just don't talk about it. They just don't share it. And this book has definitely been a tool for the podcast positivity show in giving that encouragement and helping people to know what to do about feeling and being depressed. So we're going back to battlefield of the mind, winning the battle for your mind by Joyce Meyer. And you can find her book wherever books are sold. Okay, so stay with me. It's all coming up on the Podcast Positivity Show with your host, me, Marlena G. Listen to the Podcast Positivity Show on Radio Public. It's free, easy to use, and helps listeners like you find and support shows like mine. When you listen to my show on Radio Public, everyone benefits. How, you ask? Because Radio Public rewards podcasters with the paid listeners rate. And for you, the listener, it's free, easy to use, with no hidden fees, charges, or credit card signups needed. Listen on iOS and Android. Praying the Jabez prayer from the prayer manual. Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, we call on you, the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless us indeed and enlarge our territory, that your hand would be with us and that you would keep us from evil and that we may not cause any pain. Father God, we ask you to grant to us what we have requested the way you did for Jabez, according to first Chronicles four, nine through 10. We are now going to pray the prayer to cancel all witchcraft prayers or prayers of manipulation. Heavenly father, we come to you in Jesus Christ's holy name. We ask you, Lord Jesus Christ, according to John 14 and 13 and 14, to destroy any witchcraft prayers or psychic prayers or ungodly soulish prayers that have been prayed or spoken over us to control or manipulate us spiritually or naturally and their demonic spirits into the abyss along with the power of those words. To God be the glory in Jesus Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. 
Amen. Remember these prayers. Um, I don't know if you can just, you know, download this episode, play it back so that um, you can pray these prayers often and, you know, protect your life. We have to protect our lives. We have to pray and make sure that we're protecting our lives and coming against evil on a daily basis. I would like to read from Joyce Meyer book today, uh, Battlefield of the Mind. It has been a great tool for the show. It is Battlefield of the Mind, Winning the Battle in Your Mind by Joyce Meyer. And it has really, you know, been an encouraging uh, tool for those going through depression, for those who don't, you know, know who they are in Christ. People who don't know that we're supposed to live an abundant, happy, healthy, successful life. And so this book definitely helps, um, you know, break down that and, and basically goes to the Bible to tell us what it is God says about us and has planned for our lives. So I want to read from page 33 um, and it's titled Turn and Take Possession. We have to take what belongs to us. Do we even know what's rightfully ours? The Lord our God said to us in Um, I think it's Horeb or Oreb, H-O-R-E-B. Sometimes these biblical words are hard for me. You have dwelt long enough on this mountain. Turn and take up your journey and go to the hill country of the Amorites. Go to the hill country of the Amorites. Behold, I have set the land before you. Go in and take possession of the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give to them and to their descendants after them. Deuteronomy 1, 6 through 8. In Deuteronomy 1 and 2, Moses pointed out to the Israelites that it was only an 11-day journey to the border of Canaan, the promised land. Yet it had taken them 40 years to get there. Then in verse six, he told them, the Lord God says to us, you have dwelt long enough on this mountain. Have you dwelt long enough on the same mountain? Have you spent 40 years trying to make an 11 day trip? In my own life, I finally had to wake up and realize that I was going nowhere. I was a Christian without victory. Like Mary and John, I had many wrong mindsets and many mental strongholds that had been built up over years and years. The devil had lied to me and I had believed him. Therefore, I had been living in deception. I had been at the same mountain long enough. I had spent 40 years making what would have been a much shorter journey had I known the truth of God's word. God showed me that the Israelites stayed in the wilderness because they had a wilderness mentality. Certain types of wrong thinking that kept them in bondage, we will deal, certain types of wrong thinking that kept them in bondage, excuse me. 
We will deal with this subject in a future chapter, but for now, let me urge you to make a quality decision that you are going to get your mind renewed and learn to choose your thoughts carefully. Make up your mind that you will not quit and give up until victory is complete and you have taken possession of your rightful inheritance. See, a lot of people don't understand why their blessing hasn't came yet. God has already answered your prayers and sent your blessing, but you're in the same spot because of the way that you think, because of your mindset. If you could just change your mindset and believe on God for the things that he has promised to do, then you wouldn't stay stuck in the same place. Uh, we're going to go to page 35, um, title four, chapter 4, titled Little by Little. And the Lord your God will clear out those nations before you. Little by little, you may not consume them quickly, lest the beasts of the field increase among you. Deuteronomy 7 and 22. The renewing of your mind will take place little by little. So don't be discouraged if progress seems slow. Just before they entered the promised land, the Lord told the Israelites that he would drive out their enemies before them little by little lest the beasts of the field increase among them. I believe pride is the beast that will consume us if we receive too much freedom too quickly. It is actually better to be set at liberty in one area at a time. That way we appreciate our freedom more. We realize it is truly a gift from God and not something we can make happen in our own strength. So when you feel like God is not blessing you the way that it, you feel he should be, God is not going to just dump everything in your lap all at once. It, there's a process to things so that you can be grateful, so that you won't be haughty and that you won't be boastful and you won't take credit for that. So that he gets the glory and so that you'll be humble and you'll be able to enjoy your freedom in a humble way. Let's continue reading. Suffering precedes liberation. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who imparts all blessing and favor, who has called you to his own eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will himself complete and make you what you ought to be. Establish and ground you securely and strengthen and settle you. First Peter 5 and 10. Why do we need to suffer a little while? I believe that from the time we actually realize we have a problem until Jesus delivers us, we endure a type of suffering, but we rejoice even more when freedom comes, when we try to do something on our own, fail, and then realize that we must wait on him, our hearts overflow with thanksgiving and praise, and he rises up and does what he, what we cannot do for ourselves. So when we get through trying to wrestle and do it all on our own and getting exhausted in our own spirit and our own strengths, basically, God then comes and he takes over and he, and he lets us know, okay, are you finished? Okay, I got this. All that that you were trying to do, are you finished trying to do it? Now let me show you what it is that I do because I'm the almighty and the all powerful. So let's continue. No condemnation. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who live and walk not after the dictates of the flesh, but after the dictates of the spirit. Romans 8 and 1. Don't receive condemnation when you have setbacks or bad days. Just get back up, dust yourself off and start again. 
When a baby is learning to walk, he falls many, many times before he enjoys confidence in walking. However, one thing in a baby's favor is the fact that even though he may cry a while after he has fallen, he always gets right back up and tries again. The devil will try his hardest to stop you in this area of renewing the mind. He knows that his control over you is finished once you have learned to choose right thoughts and reject wrong ones. He will attempt to stop you through discouragement and condemnation. When condemnation comes, use your word weapon, quote Romans 8 and 1, reminding Satan and yourself that you do not walk after the flesh, but after the spirit. Walking after the, the flesh is depending on yourself. Walking after the spirit is depending on God. When you fail, which you will, that doesn't mean that you are a failure. It simply means that you don't do everything right. We all have to accept the fact that along with strengths, we also have weaknesses. Just let Christ be strong in your weaknesses. Let him be your strength on your weak days. I repeat, don't receive condemnation. Your total victory will come, but it will take time because it will come little by little. Don't get discouraged. Why are you cast down? Oh, my inner self. And why should you moan over me and be disquitted within me? Hope in God and wait expectantly for him. For I shall yet praise him, my help and my God. Psalms 42 and 5. Discouragement destroys hope. So naturally, the devil always tries to discourage us. Without hope, we give up, which is what the devil wants us to do. The Bible repeatedly tells us not to be discouraged or dismayed. God knows that we will not come through to victory if we get discouraged. So he always encourages us as we start out on a project by saying to us, don't get discouraged. Don't. God wants us to be encouraged, not discouraged. When discouragement or condemnation tries to overtake you, examine your thought life. What kind of thoughts have you been thinking? Have they sounded something like this? I'm not going to make it. This is too hard. I always fail. It has always been the same. Nothing ever changes. I'm sure other people don't have this much trouble getting their minds renewed. I may as well give up. I'm tired of trying. I prayed, but it seems as if God doesn't hear. He probably doesn't answer my prayers because he is so disappointed in the way I act. If this example represents your thoughts, it is no wonder you get discouraged or come under condemnation. Remember, you become what you think. Think discouraging thoughts and you will get discouraged. Think condemning thoughts and you will come under con condemnation. Change your thinking and be set free. Instead of thinking negatively, think like this. Well, things are going a little slow but thank God I'm making some progress. I'm sure glad I'm on the right path that will lead me to freedom. I had a rough day yesterday. I chose wrong thinking all day long. Father, forgive me and help me to keep on keeping on. I made a mistake, but at least that is one mistake. 
I won't have to make again. This is a new day. You love me. Lord, your mercy is new every morning. I refuse to be discouraged. I refuse to be condemned. Father, the Bible says that you won't, that you don't condemn me. You sent Jesus to die for me. I'll be fine. Today will be a great day. You help me choose right thoughts today. I'm sure you can already feel the victory in this type of cheerful, positive, God-like thinking. We like everything instantaneously. Instantaneous, I'm sorry. We have the fruit of patience inside, but it is being worked to the outside. Sometimes God takes his time about bringing us our full deliverance. He uses the difficult period of waiting to stretch our faith and to let patience have her perfect work. James 1 and 4. God's timing is perfect and he is simply never late. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I really believe I have something special to share with the world. And Anchor is helping me do that. And I love how easy to use their podcasting tools are. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to Anchor FM Start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor FM Start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. It is now time for our good deeds around the world today, highlighting Overseas Development Institute, ODI. ODI is an independent think tank that researches a myriad of topics such as climate, energy, poverty, and inequality. The Institute goal is to facilitate international development by providing policy advice, consultancy services, and training programs to fight poverty. And that is our good deeds around the world today. If you know anyone that's making a difference in the world or helping with disaster relief, please leave me a message on my message board on the Facebook page, M. Gartner Never Forsaken, and also listen to episodes of the podcast Positivity Show by clicking the link on the Facebook page in the about section. I look forward to hearing from you.
tune in to the Podcast Positivity Show with your host, me, Marlena G., and co-host, Tay Tellit, for our food reviews and food segments. Yes, we'll be talking about yummy good eats. We'll be talking about the vegan, plant-based lifestyle, and so much more. You don't want to miss out right here on the Podcast Positivity Show. Great food reviews, great restaurants, great people, and good food.
that is all the time that we have for the show today. May God pour out his blessings on you until we meet again.